Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. So we're talking about love. Uh, not to be culturally relevant, but it just, it just makes sense at this time. Because our connection to the faith is not just to God, but our charge is to love our neighbors as ourselves as well. So we have to learn to love God and we've got to learn to love each other. You think loving somebody else is natural, it's not. God will never instruct us to do something that's natural. Let me start there. Y'all ready? We in. He will never instruct you to do anything that comes naturally. Okay? He never tells us in the Bible to eat. That's natural. At the feasts, he says, eat, drink, and be merry. Like, you have a good time. But overall, he doesn't tell us to eat. He doesn't instruct us to use the restroom. He doesn't instruct us to go to the bathroom. He doesn't have to instruct us to do things that comes naturally. And you also have to understand that anytime God instructs us to do anything, I always consider two things as the people are coming. I'm just talking a little bit. Anytime you hear something in the Bible or a command or thou shalt not or anything, any, any instructions, husbands, love your wives, wives, anything he tells us to do, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Anything he tells us to do, A, understand it doesn't come naturally. B, Understand that you need him to do it. That's why a lot of his instructions are hard. Because we look at our ability to do it. And to do it constantly and consistently. Because I can rejoice and then rejoice again like for a good hour or two. Maybe a couple of days. But to do it, to rejoice in the Lord always, to bless the Lord at all times, I need him to do it. So any instruction he gives you is not away or apart from him. He's telling you, I know you need me. That's why I told you to do this. Are y'all feeling me? Don't ever try to do anything in the Bible without him. Matter of fact, don't ever try to do anything without him. Look at your neighbor and say, I just can't live without him. Sorry, that's my little song. I got a little song. Tell somebody else, I just can't live without him. What? It's in him we live and move and have our being. What are you doing without him and why? The thing you are doing without him, I guarantee is failing or will fail. And that's the problem with our relationships. We think we can do that without him. Because we trust our vibes. We trust our feelings. We trust how we, you know what I mean? We trust our emotions. We trust the, 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 the vibe. But that's why relationships, what's up, y'all? It's good to see y'all. Thank you. I'm so glad we got seats for everybody. I love it. I love it. You cannot trust your own intuition. You cannot trust your own wisdom. You cannot trust what you've learned from guys in the past and what I've learned from girls. No. No. You cannot go into any relationship or any, any, anything without, you should not. Not you cannot. People do it all the time. You should not go into anything, especially relationships, and I don't even mean booed up. I mean friendships. Because it matters who has your ear. The person who has your ear can change your heart. If your heart is changed, your words change. If your words change, your life changes. 
Oh. Y'all got that? The Bible says you shall have whatsoever you say. You got to watch your mouth. A lot of us are living the, the results of what we've been saying. I say it all the time. You always talk about what you're irritated about and you're always surrounded by what irks you. Because all you consistently talk about is what irks you. So you, everything you say, you invite. Come on, let's go, y'all. Everything you speak is an invitation. You're saying you're allowed to stay in my life. My boss get on my nerves. I'm irked. I don't even feel, I'm stressed. Everything you say, you're saying you're allowed to be in my life. Look at your neighbor and say, watch your mouth. Start speaking what you want to see. It ain't nowhere inside, but you know what? I'm prosperous. I'm healed. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a businessman. I got a good marriage. I got myself together. I got peace in my mind. Joy. Start speaking what you want to see in your life. Ask your neighbor what you want to see. I shouldn't have to ask you that. Your conversation should tell me what you start, what you're expecting from God. What if your words literally shaped your life? People will be calling you up. Can you believe Quincy? Uh, mm -mm. Nope, I'm not doing this today. You want to talk about my future? I'm only accepting <laughs> future combos. <laughs> I got enough of the past and what is. We have mastered that. You got to watch your mouth. We got to watch our mouths. Because we, 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 we get frustrated, we express frustration, and frustration is sustained. I'm not talking about that tonight. We're talking about what kind of love is this. So, so, so understand that you need God. Everybody say, I need God. Point to your friend and say, you need him too. You need him too. Yeah, I know you're talented. I know you swagged out. I know you're cute. I know you got it going. Nah, you got a couple dollars maybe. But you need God. As bad and as cute as you are, if he did something as simple as took your breath. Ooh. If he took your breath, none of your cuteness matters. If he took your breath, swag, there is no swag. It's just flesh and bones laying in the... So you have to understand that. You have to have that in your secret place. Like, whoa, I need him. Whoa, I need him. Lord, what? Lord, I don't... That's the acknowledging him in all your ways. Your awareness of the fact that you are feeble without him. And don't give yourself too much credit. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, but he made you that way. So, he says, he says in the beginning, let's talk about relationships, y'all. He says, this is your life, but I'm going to do it in the context of relationships. I know, first scripture, I, we got a, another screen here, y'all. I don't know what happened to the, I don't know what happened to the. Hollywood squares that was up here, but I guess we the So the the first scripture says, For I know well, I'll just tell you. Oh, it's not on there. We don't have it on here. You can't <laughs> give it up for production, ladies and gentlemen. I love them so much. This so So I walk all the way over here. For I, I don't mind. My wife is over here, so I don't mind. Pastor Tay is in the building, y'all. I love you, baby. Glad you're in the house tonight. Don't look at me like a bad husband. I keep telling her to stay home and recover. Like, use your whole six weeks to recover. 
She said, what you preaching tonight? I said, relationships. I'm, I'm coming. I'm going. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me put your mic right there just in case. Yep. Yep. I know the plans I have for you. Not your friend, not your spouse, not your boss. God knows why he put you here. You are not just here for the ultimate purpose. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a book writer. That's why I'm here. I'm go- no, he gives you the destination and the route. He establishes your destination and the route. So he knows what you're going to end up being and he knows who and what you need on the way. Are y'all hearing me? You don't just say, okay, I'm going to be a book writer, and then you make your own path. That's why most of us don't know our purpose today. Because we'll skip the path we need. Are you going to see what I'm saying? So you, you don't know the fullness of your purpose. You don't, know the, you don't know the fullness of it. That's why it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Just take the next step. You ain't got to know where to lead right now. And everybody that don't know where you're going to be in 10 and 20 years, it's okay. It's okay. Ask them, seek them, but don't think you're less than, I don't know where I'm going to be in about 20 years. I don't know if the earth is going to be here in 20 years. So, I know the plans that I have for you. Listen, y'all, that's the best news. You You serve a God and a Father who, A, has plans for you. And B, another translation says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. So not only do I have plans for you, but it's on my mind. Oh, y'all not with me. You are on God's mind. Yep, not there yet. So, you know, if I got a plan for you, when you ask me, I can kind of bring it up in my mental Rolodex. Like, oh, yeah, let me see what I got for you. Uh, No, he don't have to bring it up. He don't have to recall it. You're on his mind every Hallelujah. This is the love I'm talking about. You're on his mind 24-7. Matter of fact, it's time to you. He don't exist in time. He exists in an eternal awareness of who you are, what you need. Y'all, y'all. Tell your neighbor, you're on God's mind. That's a big deal. Not just the sun, not just the moon, not just the birds, and not just the animals at SeaWorld and Animal Kingdom. I don't know. You're on God's mind. That's a, that's a big deal, and it's true. And he knows. I know the thoughts. I know exactly who you need, and that ain't it. So how can we feel like, why do we, let me, do I stay with my notes or do I just flow, God? What you want me to do? <laughs> right, I asked God, not y'all. Anyway. <laughs> knows the plans that he thinks towards us he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us that is to or should be to our advantage but we only seek or counsel or ask God for his advice or wisdom or Lord I need you when we're in a crisis or when we come to a place where we know we don't know let me ask God let me let me ask what like I don't know how to get this such and such let me like like it's a navigation system like that's there for me in case I don't know no, prayer is not there for you in case you don't know. Why don't you seek God when you think you know? Because you thought the last relationship was it. Uh-oh. 
You, you feel me on that? I ain't trying to put you on blast. You thought you knew before. How many times are you going to think you know? Now get this. It doesn't damage or tamper with your purpose. But it does your heart. It tampers with your heart. It tampers with your hope. It messes with your faith. When you believe this person is the one and you ain't even talk to God about it and then boom. Your purpose is still intact. The one who is for you is still there. But you are jacked up. So now you're going into another relationship handicapped in your emotions because you did not ask the one who got a plan for you what uh, what should I do? Who should I be with? What should I I'm not going into 2020 with vibes Nah y'all nah nah this is not the decade for vibes only get your vibe and say God is this vibe you? Because if so we're going to go ahead and go for it but if not I'm dipping I'm dipping I'm dipping What's the vibe? So he knows. The Bible is, the Bible is singles ministry. When we had live and love here, and we're still going to do some things for the married couples. Oh. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Who said all six of you? First of all, it was 10. Thank you. But the singles was all like, Pastor, when are we going to have singles ministry? When are we going to do singles ministry? That, that's good. Living love is good and youth is good. When are we going to do a singles, a singles event? I'm like, every Wednesday and Sunday is singles ministry. What, you just want to see who is single? You got to ask around. I ain't about to hook you up like that. You got you to show yourself friendly. I ain't about to hook you up like that. You got <laughs> Just coming in to see who's single. Oh, okay. Oh, I know he was single. Cool, cool. She, oh, all right, all right, all right. Cool, cool. You in, the back of the, you in the back of the singles ministry and you asked for it. Like, all right, cool. So they, oh, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, so let me see. Let me see. is singles ministry <laughs> singles ministry <laughs> let me see what's going on <laughs> the bible is for individual people whether they're married a boss a pastor a bishop a writer a poet a singer or so it's for an individual where the scriptures at for the singers thou shalt not steal that's that's pretty much for the singers What scripture is that for the businessmen? Thou shalt not steal. That's pretty much for the businessmen too. Pretty much for the businessmen. They don't have specific specifics for car mechanics, but it doesn't matter who or what you are. The Bible is for every living individual soul. So the scriptures apply to you even in marriage. I talked about it Sunday, but for sake of those who might not have been here, let me just break it down one more again. It's for even when you are married, even when you are in a relationship, uh, let patience have her perfect work. Oh, God, let me go. To, I'm stay over here. That, that's, that's, that's for you. Married, boss, supervisor, co-worker, college student, professor, 
scientists, that's for you. Patience. The Bible doesn't change for occupation or marital status. Give and it shall be given. In your marriage. <laughs> that, that applies to your marriage. <laughs> I don't know if I want to quote any more scriptures. Because when you hear this apply to relationships, it's like, because we think that's just for me and when I'm by myself. No, the scriptures work in the context of others. You activate scriptures only in the context of others. How can you love if nobody exists? How can you be patient if ain't nobody irking you? I understand what I'm saying. How can you have peace unless something outside of you is stressful? Or somebody outside of you. You understand what I'm saying? So you activate the words in the context of another. So God put other people in your life to see what kind of Christian you are. Oh, because y'all shout real good in church. Real good in here. But let somebody irk you. Let somebody offend you. Let somebody lie on you. Let somebody betray you. Now the scriptures come alive. And once I got saved, now all this bad, I thought bad stuff wasn't supposed to happen to me. I thought, then this, my friends turned on me after I started living right. My, my, parents, my parents, my family turned on me after. It's supposed to happen like that. Because we got to see what you got on the inside of you. We got to see what you in this for. We got to see. All hell supposed to break loose in your life after you choose God. So all heaven can break out of you. Woo! Somebody say spirit break out. I feel like. Ha! Somebody say spirit break out. Don't get upset. Don't get offended. I can't believe this happening. I'm a child of God. I pay my. Don't get offended. That's where pride comes in at. Because you start going out a list of who you are and what you did. I've been faithful. I've been. And God is like, oh, you're so cute. So you've been faithful. Okay. Your faithfulness is filthy rags to me. You faithful to things you like. You ain't faithful. Let's talk, y'all. Y'all ready? So the Bible is for everybody. And I think I see it like the, the old, I don't know if it's a, a juice carton or something. It just says, for best results, shake well. Y'all remember that? Am I showing my age or y'all remember that? Okay, cool. You still remember that? For best results, like shake, shake well. You still can have the drink if you don't do it this way. But for the best results, to get what you paid for, <laughs> you got to shake it up. So God's way is the shaking. So God is saying for best results in your life, do it my way. It's going to shake you up. You ain't going to like it. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to feel like you're being looked over. But shake well for best results. Y'all feeling me? God's way is the best case scenario. Period. It can still work outside of God's ways. So many things are functioning outside of his ways. 
So many things. Murder, pedophile, all this stuff. Rape. All, all of these things are happening outside of God's ways and it's working. People are still being molested. God is not shutting down their fingers when they're trying to touch somebody. Come on, y'all. So ways outside of God still work, but it's not the best case scenario. You're not getting full. Let's talk about it. Are y'all with me still? God sent Eve for Adam's best case scenario. I know where I'm at. Orlando. Got it. We know what's going on here. It's cool. Again, we ain't judging nobody. I, don't, I ain't even on that. But you have to know when you're not functioning in his best case scenario so you won't be confused that it ain't working. And people who can function successfully outside of his will has an aggressive stance against him. Because you got to continue to ignore what you know is right in your secret place to be successful being wrong. So he sent Eve to Adam, but Samson pursued Delilah. Samson went after Delilah. God brought Eve. Hmm. Were they sent or did you pursue? Let me turn my shoe on now. Y'all think about that real quick. That's a good place to think about something. I think that's a good place to think about something. Just get your mind together. Get your thoughts together a little bit. That's a good place to ponder. It's a good pondering place. Shoe on that. Shoe on that. Shoe, shoe on it. Did you go after them or did God bring them to you? And if you did pursue, did God tell you to pursue? Because sometimes he does say pursue and you'll recover all. David. But David asked him, should I pursue? He didn't obey his thirst. <laughs> this ain't Sprite. Relationships ain't Sprite. This ain't Burger King. This ain't have it your way. No! We got to understand where dysfunction comes from. A lot of things don't work if we don't do it his way. I'm not condemning you. I'm saying understand that and then realign yourself immediately because it's never too late to get in right standards with God. Are y'all hearing me? Okay. How, how, what am I saying? Boom. Did God send them? Did you pursue them? If God did send them or, or told you to pursue, your concentration should be, I'm, I'm just reviewing real quick. Let me move this along quickly. You should concentrate on being a good person or friend to them. Even if God said, that's your wife. You don't think of roses on the bed first. I'm trying to be nice because there's kids in here. Even if God said that's your husband, you, you, that's not. Concentrate on being a good friend. Because whether it's your husband or not, you're going to need to be friends. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Sex don't help you make decisions. A conversation does. And you can't afford to be having sex with somebody that ain't got no, never mind, no intellect to even help you with the decision. Yeah. 
And you must understand that whoever you're becoming friends with is someone who needs Jesus. We talked about when sinners say I do. Some people are buying that book now. I saw them DMing me. When sinners say I do is a book. And it's basically saying that, yo, you're marrying a sinner that needs Jesus and needs grace. Yeah, they got saved in 1985. But ever since then, they needed him every day. <laughs> Just like you need him every day. You got saved in 1975. So you're not just marrying, but you're becoming friends or homies with someone who needs Jesus. So you're going to have to learn to have a level of grace and patience with someone who's worth the investment. That's a big part. Not everybody know God said, I got to be patient. I gotta, and you just toughen out dysfunction and evil and wickedness. I'm not telling you to endure abuse. In the name of being patient. Nah. No. I'm not telling you to endure abuse in the name of long suffering. That devil is a liar. Because some people are straight crazy. Y'all ain't met them yet. Keep living. I'm 44. People are straight certified like got papers crazy. I'm saying have patience. Don't be foolish. Foolish is when you ignore what the father is telling you in your secret place. You know he tell he crazy. He just went. You know it. She off. She. You know it. But you want what you want so bad. You foolish. I can't. Um, he broke my heart. I can't believe. You know it though. For the most part. People can talk a good game. Ooh, they can get you. They can manipulate. They can think you. Ah, oh, forgive. Just don't, don't do it again. I'm not playing. Get stop. I'm not playing. Don't do that again. You know you you. And y'all just foolish. Ladies, stop making it easy for guys to get you. Stop. Just stop. All we got to do is say, yo, yo, yo. All right, but Stop. Y'all make men feel like we can keep doing it. Because if you don't fall for it, some other girl going to fall for it. Every girl in here don't fall for it. Every man up in here don't fall for the crazy. Stop. You never know you can get away with it unless somebody lets you. Stop letting them. Keep people accountable. Keep them in integral. Oh, y'all, y'all don't know. Okay. Then you're not going to have that. I can't believe he, some, you might get that. I'm just saying. For the most part, you don't have much room to cry about it. You're the one dove in. All your time is with them. Just all day, every day. You just spend it every second you got. You, you on the phone, you on Snapchat, you on FaceTime. You don't want to stop praying. You don't want to stop fasting. You don't want to stop consecrating. You all in. You don't be crying. That's out of order. Don't be crying. You don't want drunk in love. Don't, don't be crying. Just get 
tipsy. Don't get drunk. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Sit down. Sit down. Everybody sit down and stop it. We're in church. You drunk in love. Don't be so out of it. And you ain't got no ring. At least. Now I'm doing at least. You ain't. So the different types of love before we go home. (laughs) Involve God. You want to say something about that love? Are you good? Involve God. Don't think, I need God for my bills. I need God for this heavy thing. I need God for this big decision. But the relationship, I'm feeling her. I got that. You don't involve God. And then you're confused. Yeah. Yeah. Involve God. Involve him. But yes, that is very important. We were talking about this right before we came here, that you must involve God in everything that you do. Like he said before, even if you think you know, just involve him. Yeah. Um, I mean, from the time you wake up, you're washing your, your face, you're brushing your teeth, everything you do involve him. Think about him. Have him on your heart. Yeah. That's what it means to pray without ceasing. It doesn't mean that you got to get on your knees for 30 minutes a day and pray. No, that's all day long. Lord, what should I do? Lord, can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? Each day. And, um, and also, like, like when, when you involve God, I heard this man say, the reason why things don't work is because we don't involve him. Good. That's what he said as well. He said, when you read the word, you read the Bible, the reason why it doesn't work is because by the time you read it, you clogged up with all of these problems. He said, the word don't flow that way. The word flows. You said, you said at home, you said, you said he, he was like, yo, by the... The word don't work for some people because you only go to the word when you're when, stressed. When it's a problem. And, you, and it's too right. late and, you, and yeah. you're angry. And yes. now you're reading the word yes. with uh, mad context. Yes, and now you clogged up with all of your anger and all of your emotions. And the word doesn't work through emotion. The word works through faith. faith! I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I'm with yeah. you. You can't scream. I got you. Mm-hmm. So you waste your time. Keep running to the Bible. Keep running to the Bible when you're clogged and it doesn't work. You have to have a free-flowing heart when you read the word. The, wor- the word is like water. It's a spirit. It has to flow through something. But when you clog it up with our emotions and all of our ways and the things that we want, we don't, we don't get the results. So you got to start involving God. I love it. Even in recovery, she's blessing us with her word. Let's talk about love. Somebody say, what kind of love is this? Let's talk about it. First love I want to talk about is Eros. We went through this a little bit Sunday. It's on the sides because it ain't behind me. So I'm sorry for y'all. I'll just hold it up so y'all can see it from here. Okay, Eros. You see how it's spelled? Y'all see that? Okay. Y'all got it? Okay, cool. Eros is a love felt particularly within the body, like trembling, excitement, elation, joy. It's the goosebump. It's like, oh my God, he's so cute. Oh my gosh, it's the little butterflies. That's Eros. It's physical love. Socrates defined eros as also working with the soul to recall knowledge of beauty. So things that I find beautiful or attractive, eros is activated. I love this couch. You don't love the the couch is not a person. You eros the couch. It's a physical attraction. Oh, I love this painting. I love this car. You don't, you're not going to marry a car. I hope not. You're not going to marry... You understand what I'm saying? So it's, it's eros. It's recalling beauty. It's like, whoa, this is beautiful to me. A person could be attracted. Ooh, Idris's. I love Idris. 
I love Holly Berry. Y'all pray for me. You still with me? My kid's like, she old, dad. Move to somebody else. She old. I'm 44. I like her. Now leave me alone. <laughs> I still see the bats, Holly Berry. Anyway. I was like, okay, she can be hood too. Anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna miss the show far, man. Um, Alice, Eros is physical love. You can just look and and just <gasps> what is it called? What's the what's the, what's it called? Not not love at first sight, but yeah, but what is it called? It not illustrate uh infatuation, thank you. It's that. It's that love at first sight. Oh, oh my God. You, you just dive in because of a physical attraction to it, whether to your eyes or to your body. Man looketh at the outward. Let me just park it there for two more seconds. Ladies, let me give you a little tip. Now, that means mankind. We know that. It means ladies, too. But man looketh. I don't think we understand. I'm going to wait till my help comes. Uh, the Bible says. <laughs> Just pray for us. I don't know why, it's, but we looketh. <laughs> Sometimes I don't like it. It, this, it is. <laughs> you walking in the mall, shorty walk by you. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I'm, like, did you just look at, did you just, and you're like, did I? It's some kind of, did I? <laughs> we looking. <laughs> that don't mean we got to pursue it. But it'd be mostly men zooming in on those Instagram pics like zoop. I mean, capital L's all day in our fingers. This is all the way out. You don't zoom halfway. We all the way till it's blurred. Y'all shouldn't have came tonight. We keep it real. Two things. Understand that and practice temperance over that. Men. Practice self-control over that. Men. And women, practice, understand that that's part of the flesh package, but don't make, uh, uh, don't make, don't enable it. Don't force your friend or wife to understand that. You understand it, practice temperance. Wife, you understand it. Friend, you understand it. And understand he ain't trying to leave you. He just, he has a demon in his eyes. David said, the Bible says, I make a covenant with my eyes. Not to behold a woman lustfully. I got to make a covenant. We have to have a conversation. Your eyes. You got to talk. Never mind. Sometimes you got to talk to your body parts. Y'all not keeping it. Why y'all come tonight? Why y'all here? Sometimes you got to say, leg, we ain't going there tonight. Hands, we playing phase 10. We rolling dice or something. You got to talk to your body parts because sometimes they don't listen. 
let me get to the point of this. Another love is phileo. Phileo. This is not like phileo fish at uh, McDonald's. It's where we get the word Philadelphia from, the city of brotherly love, brotherly love. Uh, it's, a, it's a friendship love. It's a brother-like love towards people who have the same interests, the same social thing, the same style, the same swag. You got phileo with them. Like, we homies. This is my boy. This is my girl. This is my bestie from BFF. We share similar likes and tastes, right? It's the brotherhood bond, the sisterhood bond that's formed. That's phileo love. So when you say you love somebody, is it eros? Is it phileo? It cannot be phileo until the friend you say you phileo succeeds. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's my brother. That's my homie. That's my, yeah. Is he winning? Because I need to see your face on camera when he's winning. And they post the pic of you on the sideline. Action neighbor, what's your face look like when I'm winning? What it look like? Not when I'm down, because people low-key happy you down. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, good friends and family, low-key. You all right? I'm just checking on you. Yeah, all right. You ain't helped me move in my new house, though. But you checking on me because... Because I'm having hard times and people lying on me. You know, my, my name is bad in the streets. Now you checking on me because you love me so much. No, you don't. Phileo is not activated until your friend succeeds. Because when your friend succeeds, it grows. It gets stronger, the description says. It gets, it's strengthened when they're winning. Not when you're winning. Not when you're in a good mood. Not when you feel like it. When all is well with them. You got a bigger smile on your, y'all. The Bible talks about the groomsmen that's more happy than the, the groom. My boy getting married today. He reading his vows. You like, man. You saying his vows. I do. My bad. He does. He does. He does. I'm, I'm back. He does. Where them groomsmen at? Where them bridesmaids at? Go ahead, girl. Where do you go, girl, bridesmaids at? Everybody waiting at the reception to see who's going to get the bouquet and the, and the, the leg jump. It's Wednesday. I'm going to say whatever. All right? Phileo is activated when your friend is winning. Look at your friend and say, I hope you win. I, say, I hope 2020 is your winning year. And I mean it. I mean it. I hope 2020 is the year you win. I hope 2020 is the year you win. All W's. All W's. No L's. All ah! This... May this be your undefeated year. Now, everybody, don't praise God for yourself. Praise God for your brother and your sister. Let's release Phileo love. High five your friend. High five your friend and say, I want to watch you win. 
I want to watch you win. I want to cheer you on. I want to throw you a party. I'm going to throw you a parade. We're going to celebrate you. What's the date? When you graduate? When you get the business? When you close the deal? When you going to do it? I got you. You ain't got to throw your own party. Just show up. I got you. It depends on the elevation of the one you say you love. Another love. Somebody say, what kind of love is it? I know you love them. Is it eros? Is it just physical? Eros is a physical love. Phileo is a soul love. It's like David and Jonathan. Soul tie. No sex. Real love. A real soul tie comes without sex. A demonic one comes through sex. Let's go. Let's go. God's way is like the blood on the doorpost. Put the blood on the doorpost and death will pass you. I'm not having sex before I'm married. That's like the doorpost. That's what, his way? They, they probably didn't want to stay in that little house all night. I'm not saying it's fun. I'm saying it's the best case scenario. Look at your name and say, put that blood on your life. It protects you. STDs. Uh-oh. Y'all better be glad I didn't wear a mask tonight. That little thing going around. <laughs> What's it called? Colloquial? Yeah, man. It's going around. Be careful. Careful. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Y'all shouldn't have came. <laughs> Let me get y'all out of here. Okay. Storage, storage is the next one. Storage or storage. Right? This is the level of love of community and family. Often dutiful, sometimes unfeeling, but very strong nonetheless. Storge or storage, I don't know how to pronounce it, is, huh? Okay, storge, y'all. Y'all the ones that say Target and not Target. <laughs> Walmart, hey. It's Walmart. It's Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart. Blood is thicker than water. We family up in this peace. This type of love is often dutiful. Uh, those that are listening by podcast, I did not say beautiful. I said dutiful. In other words, you're always asked something to do. When it's family, they always going to ask you to do something. Look at y'all like, yes, Lord Jesus, in his name, and, and the blood and his name. The blood and name. It's dutiful and sometimes unfeeling. You ain't going to feel like doing most of what they ask you to do. But when you have Target, you do it anyway. It's dutiful. 
beautiful and it's unfeeling and you often probably got an attitude, but they family. You do it because of storage. That's why that's the type of love you have for them. It also says it is a natural carnal love, but powerful enough to be a real hindrance to spiritual growth. Y'all shouldn't have came tonight. You shouldn't have came. Especially when family and culture are holding you down. It is a love that may pull you towards a lesser path. I want to talk for 39 seconds about dangerous loyalty. You could be loyal to a fault and know it, but your commitment is to loyalty itself and not even the person. That's good. You want to be known as a loyal person, so you'll be loyal to trash. I got to say it how I feel it. In the name of loyalty, you will commit to let your lesser self. You commit to things that cause you to live. And family is notorious for keeping you where you were. Oh, hallelujah. That's why God said, Adam, I'm about to bless your socks off. Look at the sands of the sea. Look at the stars of the sky. You're going to be fruitful. You got to leave your dad house, though. Leave that whole family. Yep. Oh, you still got your little nephew with you? You got to lose him too. Lot got to go. No family. Now I'll show you where you're going to go. I'm not telling nobody to leave your family or not be dutiful. Or I'm not telling y'all not to do that. I'm saying be aware that you are still an individual outside. Joseph had another calling outside of his family. Oh, come on, y'all. David had another anointing outside of his brothers. So I can't afford to be loyal to y'all when I got a higher calling. Y'all not ready for me tonight. Because you all will stay with your family and just be all your life. Just living like this. I'm not doing it. Every high priest is taken from their people to serve their people, the Bible says. Hebrews. So God takes you from them so you can be a blessing to them. Joseph could not save his family while he was chilling with them. They had to dog. That's why your family be dogging you and betraying you so you can get out and be a blessing to somebody. You got a strong family, please keep it. I'm not trying to bring dissension. But understand who you are outside of it. God made you and placed you in the family. You are not the family. Hallelujah. 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 And if you're a female, you're going to mess around and get married and change your name anyway. So just chill. Don't be foolishly loyal to a fault. We love loyal. I'm glad the word is not even in the Bible. Loyalty is not in the Bible. I love it. The principle is God does not, uh, God does not honor God does not have to honor you being loyal to someone. I know my blessing is coming because I've been loyal. He's been off. He's been, mm-mm. First of all, Paul even, don't just be loyal to me. Follow me. 
as I follow Christ. Don't just be loyal to me. I might be foolish in the season and now your whole life is off. Your parents are not God. Your cousin is not Jesus. Your brothers and sisters are not the disciples. They could be off and you're just going to keep serving them dutifully and your whole purpose is thrown off. Follow them as they follow Christ. Anytime they veer, deuces. And we still family. I still got you. You'll never be homeless. You'll never not have food. But I can't walk with you because we ain't agreed. How can two? Never mind. I'm not that loyal. I don't serve loyalty. I serve God. God doesn't honor loyalty to people. He honors faithfulness to him. Faithfulness to, I serve you because I'm obeying him. Never mind. Never mind. You, You feel me? I'm serving you not to be loyal to you, but to obey God. I'm being faithful to him. And you want people that's loyal to God, that's faithful to God in your life. You don't want people that's just loyal to you. That's too. Can I, let me get y'all out of here. Are y'all getting something? Last love I want to talk about before I go to the story is agape. Agape loves usually at a cost to the bearer. Agape loves usually at the cost to the bearer. So if I love you with agape love, it's going to cost me something. Agape puts the beloved first and sacrifices pride. This is not my words. This is a word from an explanation of it. It sacrifices pride, self-interest, and possessions for the sake of that beloved. So whoever I love, it's going to cost me pride. It's going to cost me self-interest and possessions. Jesus left a throne in heaven. He left all them possessions. Come on, y'all. He, he left ev- everything for the sake of who he loved. Agape love is also called unconditional love. It's whatever. I don't care. I'm, I love you. I don't care. I still have your best interest. I don't care. I'll still sacrifice and give to you. That's agape God love. That's the love we should all aspire to have. Are y'all hearing me? And love, again, is not emotional. And love is not care. He said, cast your cares on him. Look, I, I, I can't care about your feelings and tell you about yourself. So love can't, like, worry about feelings or caring how, because we do that to a fault. And we let people just walk off a cliff that we know they're headed to. So love is unemotional. I don't, got, I don't feel it. I just, I'm postured towards your best interest. All right. So let me, let me do this really quick because I want to tell this story. I have a whole lot to share, y'all. Again, we might be talking about this for a little minute. If y'all being blessed by it. All right. Let me give y'all this story, y'all. Let me give y'all this story, y'all. It's in the Bible. You don't need movies. You don't need Netflix. You don't need. It says, it came to pass after this, Absalom, the son of David, had a banging sister. 
The Bible says fair. Whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Hold on. Absalom had a sister. David's other son from another mother loved her. So he loved his half-sister. This ain't Tyler Ferry. (laughs) Elnar was so vexed. He wanted her so bad that he got sick. (laughs) This is Eros. It's flesh lust love. He didn't love her with the agape. He didn't have her best interest at heart. It wasn't the sisterly phileo love. He went beyond that. It ain't Storge family love. It ain't that. It's Eros. He got sick. Lust. Oh, man. Because she was a virgin, and Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. So she was a virgin. He thought, I could never have that. And that made him want her more. Let me just give you a little principle right here. (laughs) You want somebody to want you more? Deny access. You think the more you give, the more they want you. We about to learn something different tonight. Yeah. You want me that bad, you're going to wait. You want me that bad, you don't mind my terms. Oh, man. This ain't just ladies. It's, it's men, too. Because women, women be, boy, women be, man, women be. Next. Next. Oh, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Oh, so I got to tell the story in between. So Amnon had a friend, and he was like, yo, man, I'm feeling my sister, yo. I ain't say that, but he said. He told him how he felt. I assumed it went kind of like that, 2020 vibes. Yo, I'm feeling, I know it's crazy, I know it's weird, but yo. And the friend is like, she is fine, man, right? She fine, yeah, she is fine. You feel me? I do. I've been looking at her. You looking at my sister? No, 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 no. How you mad at you looking at your sister? Anyway. So the friend was like, all right, so check it out. Act like you sick. And you just can't. And I'm going to go to your dad, King David, and I'm going to say, can you have Tamar serve him food? So that way you can get her, in, you know what I'm saying, in your vicinity. You know what I'm saying? You can... What kind of friend is that? That's that faulty loyalty. I'm so loyal to you, I'm down to fulfill all your wishes. As evil as it could be. Somebody say, I ain't that loyal. So he came up with a whole plan to get his sister in the room by herself. He acted like he was sick. He ran to David, David, Daddy David, Daddy Dave. Your son is sick. Have Tamar go feed him, you know, just have her, have her serve him. 
as you will. Tamar going in, oh my God, bro, you all right? I heard you were sick. What happened? She cooking up something. He's sick on the bed like everybody leave. He told everybody to leave and said, come bring my food into my bedchambers. She like, okay, bro, I got you, bro. Ain't nothing. Ugh, ain't nothing. I got you. Here you go. Here you go. That boy pushed that plate away and grabbed her, the Bible says. Grabbed her and said, come lie with me. That was a very 300 way to say, let's get it on. a very 70s way of saying what's the vibe yo lie with me now let's go to the next scripture let me get y'all out of here she said no brother no my brother no phileo no storge that's the lake that's where we at we storge and phileo with it we ain't Eros. We should be Agape, Storge, and Phileo. Where does Eros come from? I'm your sister. But, so she said, no, brother, she cried. Don't be foolish. Don't do this to me. Such wicked things are not done in Israel. God's people don't do this stuff. It's wicked. This is not a consensual, all right, I'm down, you down. Nah, this is like, yo. Don't do this. Where could I go in my shame? And you will be called one of the greatest fools in Israel. Please, just watch this. Speak to the king about it. Maybe he'll let you marry me. Half sister. So I guess that, that, y'all like, huh? I don't, who Adam's kids sleep with? That's all I'm at. I'm just saying. I just want to, I just want to answer. Who Adam and Eve's kids sleep with? I'm not telling none of y'all to do this. I'm just saying times are different in different times. <laughs> but here's my point. If you wait, you can have me. Maybe it will be possible that we can have this. Let's do it the right. So not only is it taboo, he's still, he's still going beyond the possibility of it being possible, impossible to be possibly with her. So you don't even have a red, red light. You got like a yellow light. And you still. Let's watch what happened because y'all don't know what happened. Next verse. But Amnon wouldn't listen to her, and since he was stronger than her, he raped her. I like, I'm walking off like this, too. Like, yeah. I'm walking off. I'm stepping just like this. I'm walking the whole stage just like this. Like. Don't do that. First of all, that's shameful. We, we relate it. All right, let's talk to dad. Maybe he can let you marry. No, he didn't even want the arrangement. Look at lust. Look at eros. I'm not even going to date you. I mean, I'm not even going to go through the process. Yeah, I want what I want. Because of lust. What kind of love is that? The first scripture said he loved her. And now we see rape. What kind of love is that? 
love your boo, what will make you take him or her forcefully? What kind of love is that? And after that, then, y'all see that word then? Right after that, he... She said, what? That's why I came over to you. You see that? Right after that, they still sweating. He's still catching his breath, but his heart changed. Come on, y'all. I'm being funny, but I'm being real. It's heavy, so I'm keeping it light, but it's real. I'm having fun because it's heavy, and I don't want everybody sad, leaving thinking we the worst beings on the earth because we got some of these thoughts. So I'm keeping it up, but it's real. You still sweating, catching your breath or whatever. I'm being funny, but your heart changed from light to dark. You loved her so much you couldn't sleep. Now you hate her so much you can't stand her presence. Prove it to me, Ty. I hated her so much exceedingly so that the hatred that he hated was greater than the love. And he said, arise, be gone. What kind of love Look at your neighbor and say, I don't want to be loved like that. Look at the other one and say, miss me with that kind of love. What? Be careful that you don't have a lust connection with somebody. Man, I got... Never connect on a lust level with somebody. That's the lowest level. That's the level that's most inconsistent. That's the level that changes. That's the level that's up one minute, down the next. That's the level that's unfruitful. Come on, y'all. The lust level is the lowest level to connect with somebody on. Y'all ain't got good conversation, but you got good sex. That's a lust level. It's animalistic. You, you don't even know the person's name. You don't even know the person. I told y'all Sunday about my dog, Louie. Y'all ain't going to keep on. I done talked about the blood all night. I ain't heard no awes. Anyway, I done said two bad things about animals tonight. They're going to arrest me. <laughs> Louie lost his eye going after the, the dog. They don't converse. But they connect on a lust level. She give off the scent. He like, well, I know she won. I feel the vibe. No connection, no nothing. It's animalistic. His hatred for her was greater than the love he had for her. Be careful for lust connections because you don't know what lies beneath lust. When lust is removed, hatred was revealed. But love was masked in, lust was masked in love. Lust was masked in love until lust was fulfilled and the mask came off. And the real person is an evil, dark, dirty, wicked, hateful man that I came to serve.
That's why you need Jesus, because you can't afford to fall for the masks. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. How many of us have fell for the mask before? I'm over it. Lord, let me see the real them. Say, Lord, let me always see who they really are. That's a word right there. Last scripture, and I'm letting y'all go. Tamar said to him, oh, no, sending me away? That's an even greater evil. That would be worse than what you've already done. But he refused to listen to her and called the servant back in and said, get this girl out of here right now. And lock the door after her. Next scripture says, the servant put her out and locked the door behind her. She was wearing a beautiful long robe, as it was custom in those days for the king's virgin daughters. But now Tamar tore her robe, put ashes on her head, and then with her face in her hands, she cried. Wardrobe. You, you, were, you were what you wore back then. Wardrobe represented identity. If I didn't know who you were and I saw a peasant, you're in a pe- I know you're a peasant. If I see you in a priest's outfit, you're a priest. If I see you in a Sadducee, I, your clothes showed me who it was your identity. That's why it was a big deal when Jesus came in on, on the triumphal entry and they were saying, Hosanna. They took off their clothes and put it on the ground so his donkey can ride over it. It's saying, I lay myself down. You're greater than me. Who cares who I am? Who cares that I'm a lawyer? Who cares that I'm a cop? Who cares that I'm a book writer? Who, in, in light of who you are, I lay myself down. That was symbolic of them literally laying down themselves. So after this, after the brother got done with her, He left her not even knowing who she was. She just ripped. I know I'm not a virgin no more. So she ripped off the virgin clothes. Her identity was tarnished. And ashes on her head. Usually ashes are from dead things. When they put ashes on their head, that's the lowest, uh, that's the lowest expression of sorrow and grief. It's almost like I wish to be dead. So it could have been suicidal for her. Who knows? All because we let desire drive. This is what I didn't want. I didn't want to take y'all all the way down. But this is real. We messing people's identities up. We messing people's thoughts of themselves up. What kind of love is that? That'll jack somebody's mind up when you're done with them. What kind of love is that? Gotta play with somebody's feelings and say, get out when you're done. What kind of love is that? The Bible says in my closing, because I can go on this all night. Go to the last scripture. Jesus replied, they said, what's the greatest commandment? You must love the Lord God with all your, somebody say heart, 
Say soul, say mind. Say, Lord, I love you with all my heart, with all my soul, and all my mind. That's the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equal. There's no separation. Love your neighbor as yourself. Here's what it says. The entire law and all of God's demands are based on these two things. So when you love God with all that you just said you love him with, then you'll have agape. You'll have correctly categorized love. You'll have storge where needed. You'll have phileo where needed. You'll have uh, uh, eros when needed. But if you don't love God, and you don't love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law of the prophets. So thou shalt not kill. That hangs on the hinge of loving them. Yes, who would steal from who you love? I ain't got to give you ten commandments if you practice love. Never mind. All of the law hangs on love. So if I show love and if I ask God to give me agape love, I ain't got to worry about fulfilling the commandments. I automatically do it. I'm automatically doing good to my neighbor. I'm automatically blessing my enemies. I'm automatically doing good to them that curse me because the law hangs on the love. I got to go. on the details of what God wants you to do if you just love and stop using people to fulfill your lust. It's not just sexual. Some people just need attention. You just use it. I love that. I love him. No, he just listens to you all the time and tell you you're great. You just love what you get from him. So it's not always just sex. It's emotional. It's attention. It's... Stop using people and start loving them. It's challenging to even do business sometimes for me and in my industry because I can't just step into using people or you see how much people in your church, bro, if you, y'all, all you got to do, nah. Offering up, offering down, we good. I don't care. I don't, I don't use y'all. I don't need a stand. <laughs> and I'm not bragging. I thank God that my journey was like that. I'm glad I had 20 years doing music and traveling everywhere and making money and I was the first millionaire in my family. I love, I, I love that God had me do that first. Because I'm a real talk. I don't know who I would be if this was my first. I might need so much attention or so much affirmation. I don't know. But I got so much before I got here. I don't know. I just want you to do what's best for y'all. I just go make my music, write my books, do my seminars, and chill. But God arrested our hearts and says, Ty, there are a people in Orlando that need your love, that need you and your wife's leadership, that need you and your wife's wisdom. Don't use them. Don't betray them. Don't take advantage of them. Don't extort them. Serve them. Give to them. Love them. And live, I'm telling you, me and my wife love y'all. We love y'all.
with a God by love. We love you. I give you the clothes off my back. We love. That's how he instructed us all to love. And when you love God's way, he blesses the lover. Now I'm more blessed because I got more people to love. I'm getting more blessed. The more people are in your life, the more opportunities you have to love. The more people that are in your life is the more people you have the opportunity to serve. And serve, I don't just mean give them what they want. I mean, correct them. Real love corrects. He chastens who he loves. You have more opportunities to show real love as many people as it is in your life. Time is short and I'm, we can stand up. We, I'm going home. Thank y'all. Babe, you sit down. No, don't, don't you stand up. Sit on down. Hallelujah. Look at somebody close to you and say, I really love you. Come on, act like you don't want nothing from Let them feel some real love tonight. Give them a pound. Give them a hug. Can we just let real love go? I'm not trying to touch you. I'm not trying to. No, this is real love right here. Look what it feel like. Embrace somebody, y'all. Come on. Embrace somebody. I'm not using you. I don't want nothing from you. I'm not extorting you. I'm not taking advantage of you. I love you. I'm here for you. I got you. I love you, man. I got you. I got you. Much as it's in my ability. I'm not going to use you. I'm not going to look at you as an object to fulfill what I need. I got you. I love you. I love y'all, man. I love you. I love y'all. You know it. You know it. I love you. Are y'all done? That's all the love y'all got? Y'all I see y'all hugging. Hug some. One more person. Just go to them and hug them and say, I love you for nothing. I love you for nothing. Thank you, Jim. I love you for nothing. I love you for nothing. I love you for nothing. No hidden agenda. No motives. I love you for nothing. Come on, can we feel real love for once in our life? For, for once in our life, let me feel what it feel like to be loved and not used. And, now, yeah, yeah. and I'm not going to front. There are needs that I have. Spiritual needs. Physical needs. You cute. I might have a physical need, but I don't put my need before my love for you. I'm not going to suppress God's word in my life. I'd rather suppress my needs and give you love first. And if it turns into something more than that, God be praised. But if you're in my life, see, I'm done after this. If everybody did that and love your neighbor as just, if everybody did that, I'm not losing when I love you all the time because somebody behind me loving me. I don't have to worry about my needs while I'm taking care of yours. She got mine. And I got hers and I got yours. And you take care. We take care of each other's needs. That's why the Bible says take no thought for your life. I got you and I got people around you that should love you. Let's love for real. Let's love for real. Don't put your desires before your love, the real love for somebody. Care how cute they are? 
I don't care. Don't do that. And your si- and that's your sister. So I'm trying to. That's the worst case scenario. I want the ladies and the men here to feel safe. I don't want you to feel like prey. I don't want you to feel like a piece of meat. Somebody waiting to get at. We ain't that thirsty. God got us. I said, we ain't that thirsty. God got us. Matter of fact, they that hunger and thirst at the righteousness shall be filled. Look at your neighbor and say, God got me. I ain't got to use you. I appreciate you, but I ain't got to use you. God got me. can never be my source for anything although you could be my help in everything thank you for that Holy Ghost you can never be my source for anything although you could be my help for many things you're not my source of pleasure God is my source God knows what I like he gave Adam Eve not Adam Adam didn't give himself he know what you like he know how you like it he made you. He know what, he know what's going to get your little wires going. Like, <laughs> Father, give us a love like yours. Give us a love that doesn't use or misuse or abuse. Give us real love. That's where the reward is in, real love. Real love. What kind of love is this? Agape love. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Say it. You sung this tonight? I was late, I'm sorry. Say it again. like yours, a mind like yours, spirit like yours. In the name of Jesus we pray. Somebody say amen. When you say amen, you're saying be it unto me, Lord. Amen means let it happen in my life. So shall it be. It is so. You're inviting that into your life. Give us a heart like yours. A mind like yours spirit like yours a love like yours clap your hands and say amen thanks for listening to today's message we pray you were blessed by God's word if you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world please visit livechurchorlando.com